0: Hello and welcome back Boneheads. This is Rich and I'm joined once again by Ben. Hey everybody, welcome back. On today's episode, episode 13, we're going to be talking about team sizes, special play cards and the usual games, hobby and star players. Okay, so over to news.
1: Rich, what do we got this week? We have got um, one new little ditty on Kickstarter since we last spoke, and um, but I thought I'd touch on first the the Games Workshop revelation and the <laughs> and the uh, the amazing piece of what's the word I'm looking for? Clairvoyance. Clairvoyancy by myself from about twenty one weeks ago. <laughs> it was claimed I was um, told to guess after I guess the undead and um, yeah, halflings.
0: We're getting a halfling team from Games Workshop. So you're three for three now, right? I am three for three. That is very cool. So then I think it's time to say, what is our two halflings? Well, let's go straight in. What would you want to see? I would want 12
1: halflings, to treatment. No, no, no. What? What? Next. Oh, next? Sorry. (laughs) Next is Lizardman. Yeah? 100%. Think about the Kickstarters that have been up recently. That is the trend, isn't it? It is. If you look at the Kickstarters and the Facebooks and... The Reddits and what people are looking for and looking at, and things like that. I think that Games Workshop have got a very close ear to the ground. And I believe it and the next. We've had um, Oixel Crocs recently. Yeah. Um, you get the. We had the Morgan Frog guys before. The Morgan Frog guys. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's been a couple of three recently, and I reckon there's a lot of call cool for them. They've already got
0: the, the Seraphon models. It would be interesting to see if they tied that in with some kind of Seraphon release for ALS. I don't think they will. I think the team's no. too separate but...
1: I think you're right but it would be nice to see a bit of a an, yeah. a couple of new models on the Seraphon and a, and a, it would a, be good. a, a Games Workshop mobile
0: team as well. So yeah, the half team has been previewed. No release date yet and mm. still no sight of the big guys. No sight of the big guys which... Oh, I don't know. It could swing
1: one way or the other. We didn't think that there would be enough room for mummies in the undead Yeah, and
0: they brought them. And the halflings are are bitier, they're smaller. They look like they're about the same size as goblins. Yeah. Now the goblins, they run, they've got the full. Well, there's, there's twelve in the box of goblins, and you have to buy the trolls separately. So it is hmm. possible that they will do trees the same way as they did with the orc and goblin trolls, yeah. with the orc trolls. No. Yeah. Orc and goblin trolls. Yeah. Orc goblin. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I would love to see them be part of the box set, but. I'm a bit worried that they're going to do what they did with the Goblin team and release one Tree Man.
1: My my first thought was exactly the same. Yeah. And that you're probably going to get a bunch of halflings, and if you're lucky, you might get one Tree Man in it because they've obviously got to be quite a bit bigger. Now, in an ideal world, you're going to get the the, the two Tree man on there because they probably could shoehorn them in.
0: I reckon they could.
1: But whether they want to or not, I don't know. Yeah. I think they. I think to to stop the hate. From the community, they're going to have to include at least one treatment.
0: Oh, I don't think they could do it though. If they were going to do it like on Spruce, they would.
1: Um, You're not going to have two separate sprues to to nah, two parts. They, the every treatment. other team's
0: two sprues, isn't it? Yeah. Or two, two sets And of two even sprues. when you look at the Halflings themselves, it's six separate models yeah. just with different heads. Yeah, I think because they're quite tubby, obviously. Uh-huh. I think they take up enough space that I think they'll only be able to get the 12 in there. Mm. And they may say, they may release the, the treatment. Separately, because they can be used by multiple teams. Or, I wouldn't be surprised if um, Duncan released a. This is what you could use as a treatment. Oh, that would be rubbish. Mm. However, if um, if that is the case, I recommend the Black Scorpion treatment. Black Scorpion treatment. Yeah. We were only talking about them ten minutes ago. Yeah, right? yeah, um, yeah. But they are very good. I, I would. Uh, I'm, if, well, I'm going to wait and see what the treatment look like. But if the G Dub treatment look like the G Dub troll. Mm-hmm. I will go black scorpion I think
1: yeah I get that it's, yeah. a, it's a little bit too cartoony yeah.
0: isn't it but if they go nest style oh they could do they could do all sorts of things that would look really really good but the halflings themselves are very cool they look awesome yeah they loads, look, of loads of characters loads of characters the yeah. animals
1: have you seen the squirrels throwing the acorn
0: yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: cool brilliant and
0: the Gordon Ramsay one
1: and the, yeah yeah it's so Gordon Ramsay isn't brilliant. it but, and ferret down the trousers as well, another one. That's so cool. It's yeah, loads of characters, they're great.
0: I'm tempted to try a half lane team with no big guys. Oh wow. Just to see. Just to rock up with what's that? Say say you go for a full sixteen, they're thirty K each. So what's that Three hundred. Four Take four re rolls. They're probably, I don't know what the re rolls are for probably fifty
1: K. We'll assume it's fifty K. Six eighty for the a yeah, master not because yeah. you want the
0: rerolls, just to take them from your mate oh, What well, they're, what they Hundred, yeah. So that's seven eighty for a sixteen-player halfling team. It would do rubbish, but I think it'd be really fun in a league. <laughs> it would
1: be great fun just to watch a so, run. You know, yeah.
0: whereas we go into the next seasons in a local one, it might, be, like, that might be my little fun team that I run instead of the ogres to give people SPPs to sort of get them, get them going. Enjoy. Uh, it. And occasionally score an outrageous win, but I think I would, you know, you'd have to have a treatment. You would. But it is just quite a funny idea. So that's the Halfling previews. Because of that, because of the excitement, because of how game quickly Games Workshop tend to go, hey, look at this new model, and boom, it's up for pre-order. It's about four to six weeks now. yeah. Yeah, our next episode, which is the, we're going to be recording on the 1st of April, we're going to be talking about Halfling teams. We are indeed. We're going to try and get Craig from the local league, he's played a bit of Halflings, to come on and um, give, us, give us some of his learnings. Expertise. He has okay. won games, so uh, unlike some of our previous guests... We go on and talk about teams. Uh, Craig has won games with halflings in a tournament environment, uh, in, a, in a league environment, and on wow, we've played loads against. We've played against loads of halfling teams. Haven't we? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. We know how to lose to halflings. Hundred oh, percent know how to lose to halflings <laughs> comprehensively. So that is next episode. So uh, yeah, anything, uh, any notes on halflings? Drop us a line, please. <laughs> yeah. So what else uh, is occurring in the news world? So we've got
1: um, a Kickstarter up. Um, they're called Sharp Tails. It's a scaven team by Wendy's Miniatures. Now, Wendy's have never done a fantasy football team before. They're experienced in in other sort of um, miniatures, 15, 28, 40 mil scale, Um, but this is their first foray into um, fantasy football. football. They've already doubled their target with 18 days to go as of this recording. Yeah,
0: 5,447.
1: They are doing fantastic. Two things I really like about them. One, they
0: look mean.
1: Not sort of rabid, but they look like they knock you out in an alleyway and, and, and take your money and run off again. Yeah, sort of thing they've, they've got that sort of that nasty thuggish vibe about them as opposed to that rabid sneaky sort of rap feeling if that makes sense second thing I like about them is the money for a full team it's £56 plus £8 roughly for delivery so it's, it's quite a bit cheaper than other teams you can get out there at the moment by about 15 20 quid.
0: yeah that's impressive I mean this is what we always say about the kickstarters so how much how much again £56 with postage uh, no, with postage, you're looking at about 64. Okay, that is, like you said, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds. Cheaper than a lot That's of the others. Nice. I do like them. Their heads are somewhat smaller than Skaven normally are. Yes.
1: Or
0: there the, is. It's their torso <laughs> is a bit.
1: Short-snouted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the full team, you get um, a rat ogre, two blitzers, two throwers, four runners, and six line rats. That is a full team. It is a full team. What, a couple of things that I do like, which are, are completely irrelevant to the whole. Kickstarter itself is the fact that they give heights. In the pictures of each of their minis, they tell you how high they are from the bottom of the base to top of the head or top of the mi- uh, mini. Oh, so they do. Which I love because it gives you an actual better idea of scale. Yeah. Plus, right at the bottom, they've got a couple of the, the Skaven alongside a human lineman from Games Workshop.
0: That human lineman is like the ultimate guide isn't it <laughs> really is
1: but it's it's fantastic for you to be able to look at that and then you kind of look at your means going right so this is that size yeah and you get a better understanding and i think if more kickstarters
0: did stuff like that they would probably find themselves a bit more successful we've seen a few now use the use the human lineman yes um so, and yeah, i think it is just massively beneficial it
1: is it's it's the perception thing isn't it what's it going to look like on my on my page is it going to look out of place alongside my Games Workshop because everybody's got a Games Workshop team, at least the one. So it's it's handy. I mean, they've got it, it, there isn't sort of too much on the on on the pledges themselves. Um, you can get the full team, like I said, for about sixty-five quid delivered. You can buy the full team with a box and pitch for yeah. quite a bit more. It's one hundred and forty
0: quid. It is a quid. huge amount, but that's everything you'll ever need. And it is, yeah. Um, it's it comes with the
1: foam. It looks like a, a wooden box as well. It doesn't look like a, a cheap thing. Um, it looks like they've spent a bit of money on it, but you can also buy their full team painted if you want. If you're not a painter, if you don't like it, and you commission people, you can buy their team and paint it in however you like, or get them to paint it however you like for two hundred and fifty uh-huh.
0: quid. Okay. Now that's not bad. Well, seeing some of the prices, right? The Ogre Knight add-on. I've been distracted now.
1: That's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> oh,
0: man, that is a Bretonian knight right there. That is a oh, okay. beast. That guy okay, just awesome.
1: I want that as Bertha Big Fist. That yeah. would be brilliant. Um you can buy a whole team the pitch, which is neoprene by the way, and looks fantastic. It's um it's sewery. The the lines on the pitch are piped.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah brilliant. it's brilliant,
1: it's a cool pitch. Um but you can buy that plus a team a fully painted team for three hundred and ten quid. Now, if you're that type of person that doesn't want to put the effort into painting or doesn't feel that they're confident enough to be able to do it, for three hundred quid and getting everything you can together, it's probably not that bad a deal. It's a bit steep for me but that's because I like painting
0: them. Oh, yeah, when you're looking at a Games Workshop team for Skaven, so ignoring the Rat you're paying 40 quid for a team to be for, able to get from Games to, Workshop. Yeah. So that's with absolutely everything and a ton of spare players. And then, what, oh, 20 quid for the Rat Ogre? So you're looking at 60 quid. So yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're comparing it to that, it's a lot easier to get it from these guys.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, all unlocked stretch goals are free. Some you'll see some companies do this one's free, that one's a five, and this one's free, that one's three quid. Anything that they unlock is free. Just, just goes with the with the coaching. Just goes with it. So at the moment you, they've unlocked the balls and the tokens, uh, quite simple stuff. They are releasing player cards to go with them, <laughs> which I quite like. I I'm, I I don't have much use for the player cards, but I like them as a little bit of fluff and a little bit of aesthetics, I suppose. Yeah, they're very useful for training. They? Yeah. Plus they've got um, a coach model, which I'm guessing from this description, is possibly a play on Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which is e- brilliant. Which could be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then there's a few star players are doing if, if they earn enough money. But what I love as well is the fact they haven't shown you what they are. It's just the outline. How tantalising is that? Like, if you were looking at that kind of going, if I pledge and two other people pledge, I might unlock the next thing and then I'll find out what it is. <laughs> uh, that's really cool. yeah, Really like that Kickstarter. But yeah, yeah, really impressed with it. Um the money on it, the the sculpts on them, they've got the the, the actual way it's all laid out
0: yeah. is very nice. So that's Sharp Tails Team Fantasy Football by Scale Bro by Wendy's Miniatures on Kickstarter. So the next thing to talk about news wise is just to put a reminder out there about our team design competition. Yes. So in order to win a twenty five pound voucher from Vestal Terrain, yeah. we have wanted everyone to get involved and do a just design a blood bowl team but instead of the normal restriction on having at least 11 players on your roster we've changed that up to have just three and that's something we're going to talk about in the next topic in quite a lot of detail but that's that's the limit on the team design so you can have three massive players you know just absolutely go crazy we are going to be recording the next episode on the 1st of april and so get All your entries in by the 31st, we have quite a lot already, which is brilliant, there's some great stuff out there, Um, and we will record that on the 1st and announce the winner when we release the episode on Saturday the 6th of April. Yeah, get design in, we've seen some great stuff, we want some more stuff, let your imagination go wild, like we said last time, if you want to do a human team but with a slightly different positional, that's great, if you want to do a completely new team based on something from Age of Sigma, for example, Uh (laughs) that'd be very interesting, because that's where... That's where we got got excited by it. So yeah, get your entries into us by the 31st and we'll announce the winner basically within a week. Yeah, sounds good. Looking forward to it. So the other thing we've got going on is we've got the Bonehead Bowl coming up. End of June, people. Very end of June. We're just working through the rules pack now, but at the moment we're looking at a mixed team tournament. Mixed team being optional, so you can just run solo humans if you want or what else if you really have to. But uh, The idea is that you can have half your players from one team well not even half
1: no 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 about
0: a third of your team your third yeah.
1: of your team and
0: we I know we've
1: spoken about it a couple of times we had such great fun with Rick doing those tester matches yeah, with ours it was, it was brilliant if you are coming I implore you implore is that the right word yeah, yeah, yeah. I implore you to please go mixed have fun with it I know it's safe to go with your humans or your
0: orcs because you know it. Well, I think it's a great opportunity to chuck in some players from another race and just build your own franchise, build your own team and have have a good tester. But if you've only got one team and you're in the pool area or you're within an hour of drive come down, bring the one team. It's not a problem at all. No You'll anything. still have some great games. You will play some teams that will be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that, even if it's just mine and riches, I've got no idea. Any thoughts on what you are going to take yet? I'm, I'm stuck on Orcs and Ogres at the moment, but that's just because I just... I um,
1: It was what I played against uh, mm, Rick Yeah. and just returned fire with a one-turn touchdown every time he scored yeah. with
0: his wood elves. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Skaven and, and Goblins, even though that's Underworld but using the special weapons and gutter runners, like oh, super underworld. Could be could great fun. Yeah. That could be brutal. Anyway, that will yeah. be the bonehead bowl. <laughs> so that will be at the Entoyment Shop in pool. Yes. Brilliant. So over to games and bits and bobs. Played any games? I played Lewis recently in the
1: playoffs. Oh, yes. And it beat me. I would say resoundingly. It was only a 2-0 win. Um, only a 2-0 Only a 2-0 win, but it was tight it really was tight it was a bit um hit and miss there weren't any sort of really bad dice rolls i had i think the first three turns my minotaur wild animal on blitzes oh wow and just yeah just oh, stood in the middle your star player is letting Stun- you down he did nothing at the time i needed him most he did nothing but fair play to Lewis, you know what he's like with those lizards. He's he's formidable. So this was your monsoon chaos pact? Yes. Uh, against Lewis's lizard then. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I had a hundred K available. I used it on a um on a special play card a Ooh, lot of all things. Oh did you? I did, and it was probably the most useless one I ah. could have found where I could pass twice in one turn. Very useful for Chaos Pack. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So it didn't get used, unfortunately, even if I had. I'm sure animosity would have let me down <laughs> <laughs> as it works. But no, um, a very a very well done to Lewis. Other than that, I've been playing Ogres on Blood Bowl 2 oh, cool. recently. And I have won precisely zero games. Oh, dude. I've lost two,
0: drawn four. Yeah, you, you do tend to draw a lot of games I as Ogres. draw a
1: lot, yeah. I mean,
0: we drew when I played my Ogres against did. your Nurgle. That was a cheeky... No, I think it was my humans. It might have done.
1: That last turn 16, it was a (laughs) two-wheel draw, (laughs) wasn't it, in the end? But yeah, so I've I've drawn four. And frustrating as well when you look at someone
0: going, I could have won that. Got any any good doubles up on them? No. No strength at the moment, unfortunately. It's difficult with uh, over teams because they don't tend to score a lot of touchdowns, so they just kind of slow burn their way in then if they don't roll block, you kind of, you got some great skills, so you great got a guard tackle, and it, and it's brilliant. Like I mean, I've got
1: five ogres now, yeah, that's three good. ogres have leveled up, one of them has strong arm, I'm planning to use him as a thrower, the second one has guard, and the third one rolled doubles, and he's got block, Oh, brilliant! so I've got a blocking ogre, yeah,
0: I find them immensely frustrating and fun all at the same time. Yeah, it's really a team about doubles, isn't it? Yeah. like If you get a Snotling, taking a double skill on him is quite entertaining. I suppose getting an edge on a Snotling would be handy. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly on the, the one-turn touchdowns. Uh, Yeah, for a decent landing.
1: Yeah, yeah. that would be the only real benefit because they've already got Titchy. That's it. You're on twos everywhere, anywhere, aren't you? Like Wrestle is quite fun as well. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. It's yeah. frustrating as well. Two it?
0: two plus up everywhere, and then just a cheeky three die block. Yeah, very <laughs> successful. I've done it. It's fun. Right, I only played one game myself, and that uh, that's, that game is not. It's not even finished. It's yet. not. <laughs> it's not. That was a long yeah. game. Man, it was a really good game. So uh, in the finals as well, and I'm playing my Skaven against Milton's orcs, and it is. It's not a bloodbath just yet. But we went in and he scored a turn 16 equaliser. He did. uh, Which means it's gone into overtime, but we ran out of time. So we are now playing that on Monday, Mm -hmm. the third half of that game. (laughs) Um, The first half, I had absolutely awful rolls. It was really bad. Second half, he had absolutely awful rolls. So we went, I think I managed to score a turn 8 equaliser, or in the opening half, I scored a one-turn touchdown. To start the half off and then scored a second, yeah, stole a second, and then he got that last 10-16 equaliser. So it's going to be very interesting, but we've gone into this with no re-rolls. I think he's got a couple of re-rolls. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Skaven are not designed to play three halves of no. of Bowl. Of, of Orcs are. No, they're not. But he also went with special play cards. He did. Um, he misread one and he got a bit confused. He did, unfortunately. Which can be very easily done with them. Yeah. Um and there's quite a lot of disparity. But it's always difficult to spend in on inducements in the finals. Now next season and things because we've got the smite magazines out, mm-hmm. there'll be wizards available. Yes. So that's a great equaliser as far as I'm concerned. In any blood pole game, a wizard is a massive equaliser. And yeah. um, even against dwarves, whatever. Boom. Normally the ball pops out. And it actually, yeah, it can stall a drive. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Exactly what you want it for, yeah, isn't it? and I think it'll be good to see that next season. That's everything I've been playing. Have you been painting anything? Or are you all good? I haven't. Oh, no, I, I painted my my dwarf. from When we were talking about the Carder
1: and Overlords. Oh, yes. I actually started painting him. Caradron. Caradron. Is that it? Caridorm? I don't know. I don't like dwarfs. You all know I don't like yeah. dwarfs, But <laughs> I've got one to test to see whether I liked painting him to see whether I want to do a whole team of a non-existent fake team that may <laughs> never be used. Um, but I loved it. Yeah. I literally just basically coat the whole thing in belcher. I washed it once with... sepia and Dora Cassandora. Oh, cool. Weighted that, and I did a lighter one of... What's the red one? What's the red wash? Caraberg. Caraberg Crimson. Yeah. And so I've got this sort of nice molten metal feel going on with it. Nice. I'm going to paint the beard probably blue, do the leather bits, and
0: call it a day. And... If it looks okay then I might just do the rest. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's <laughs> go cool. for it. That's very cool. I have not done any more painting. So well actually I topped up the pitch for the wobble workshop pitch, finished it all off and everything. That went out to um, Joe, the winner of the Bonehead pick for Munibol. Yeah. And then this week, so hopefully we'll get that soon. That'd be awesome. That was that was good. Um otherwise I've just been building bits and bobs but nothing massively blood bowling. No. It's been a bit slow it's, like, I, think it's it about, change, I think it's about to speed up now which yeah. is really really cool <laughs> and yeah just waiting on these half things. I think that's what will happen next is the halflings uh, will come yeah. out I will have to pick them up and I'll have to get them <laughs> painted I want to kick off the next seasons for our local league within the next month oh that would be cool um, yeah that'll start building up some excitement again and I think it's good to have a breeder every now and again mm. we're still going through the finals uh, oh, by so. next Tuesday we'll know who's won and it, I very much doubt it will be me which means I can start Brewing up another team.
1: Yeah, I don't know which ones to take next season. <laughs> which ones... It would,
0: I suppose it depends what we're allowing as well, doesn't so, it? So, just provisionally, a couple of things we're looking at is having a, a major league and a minor league. Yes, I like that I So, guess. a minor league will be fresh teams, basically. And I'm tempted to put a salary cap in there for games as well. But I'm not on. sure. So, just like a 1300 salary cap in-game. Yeah. So... You can have them on your row. You can have them on your roster, but you have to bench them. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to be too complicated for the new players. Potentially, but then it's going to take a little while for them to get to that point. Mm.
1: And chances are they're going to meet teams yeah. that are having to do that. So the rule might be a bit yeah easier. I'm yeah. thinking
0: that should probably be a four to six game quick league, just yeah. over just over two two three months. Have the finals based on points. Just the top two teams play out. Yeah. And
1: From- then
0: um, the major league, I think, will go for three or four months. Yeah, and then we'll also have the open league as well, or the super league, oh, where great, we'll have yeah. mixed teams, uh, secret teams, yes. and just everything, and we can slow burn that in the background. Yeah, just keep Which on going. Will I think we'll be like that. great fun. Um, yeah, that's everything for me. Everything for you. Everything for me. Fantastic. On to our first topic. So, our first topic today, we're going to be talking about team sizes. What specifically that means is the classic rules and the very good rules are you're going to have a minimum of 11 players on your roster, a maximum of 16, and a limit of 11 players on the pitch at any one time.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: What if that was changed? What if there were rules in place for you to flex that one way or other? How would that affect the game? So we'll start with the really fun one, and I know this is one you you were quite excited to talk about, is... Sneaking players onto a pitch. Yes, there's even a special play card which allows you to do it. Fantastic. But,
1: I love the idea. I mean, if you are confident enough to get 12 players, 13 players, and just set them up. Yep. And just don't say a word. (laughs) Just set them up and go for it. And your opponent doesn't call you out on it. That should be fair game. It's Blood Bowl. And I'm fairly certain I've played a drive with James with 12 players because I didn't pick up on it, and he probably did. <laughs> and just kept his mouth shut, which I completely understand. But I I love that idea. It's very blood However, if it is found out, you should probably suffer some sort of penalty. Like uh, you can't do argue the calls or something like that.
0: I, I like that. It's a really simple rule. It's so, so in keeping with the, with the the fluff of the game. Yes. Especially goblins. But actually, you know what? Every other team wants to win just as much. So I think, and I don't know whether that is why, but at the beginning of every game, I always count the players that are on the pitch. I do. I've started to do that. Probably for that reason. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever done it to me, but definitely, definitely, definitely something there. Just of course habit. Okay, so that's the, the fun way of doing it, right? Yes. What do you think the impact would be if you increased or decreased the players that you could set up for a drive? I think...
1: I, I Obviously, Blood Bowl isn't a balanced game anyway but it would make an unbalanced game quite quite noticeably more unbalanced, one way or the other. I think there would need to be some level of... I I think you would need a counterweight to be able to make allowances for that. So if you're running 10 players, do they all get, I don't know, frenzy or stand firm, just something where it shows they're a bit more stalwart and not going to go anywhere? Or if you've got 12 players... Go for it on a three plus. (laughs) Like, there's things which are going to make you think, hold on, do I actually really want to do that? Yeah. But it can work both ways. Like, if you've got, for example, like a minimum, like we're doing for our competition, a minimum of three players, you want those three to have superhuman abilities. (laughs) Like, you would, I, I love the idea of having some, I don't know, some psycho dwarf, three, something ridiculous, like two death rollers that aren't secret weapons. As a runner <laughs> Like
0: something that's just yeah. Something that's going to punch Punch the bejesus out of you And that's the but cool thing And that's why we're doing The team design competition alone, Because actually there's so much You could do within that But I think If we If if the rule of Blood Bowl Where you have to set up 11 players Was tweaked You'd have several different effects So There would be times Where teams with secret weapons Or protected teams like yeah. uh, protected players Like say you are defending And you've got gutter runners But you've only got 11 players if you took away the minimum or had the minimum as three, yeah, you would um, it would give you a tactical advantage in that way. You could not set up some guys, or you could not set up your your, um, your death roll or your fanatics for that drive. Yeah, um, but you're kind of giving the opponent carte blanche to just go nuts against your team. Yeah. So I think that's all right. I think the other way is probably worse. So I like the idea of sneaking extra players on there. But I think if you ended up... Can you imagine playing a Blood Bowl game with 16 players against 16 players? That'd be carnage. It would just be really, really slow. That's a fair point. Yeah, now, sorry, I've just looked at that from a mayhem point of view. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would actually be a very slow game. It would, I think. It, you, okay, so you would have to have the timer in there. That'd be fine. I still think it would be slow. I think it would be quite quite cumbersome. Sorry. Yeah,
1: you'd you'd lose some of the 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 fun I think you would lose some of the fun because yeah. it's going to be too much because at the moment you've got to make sacrifices do you want to keep them in the middle or do you want to put them out wide yeah. when you're setting up you get 16 players well, I'm not being funny well he's there he's there <laughs> you get and it's 16 just going players be...
0: that's one in every square yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and away we go so I do like the 11 player hard set hard hard top um, and I do think that actually you know what being able to sneak a couple of guys on is fair game if you if you're in an environment where that is accepted, yes, or at least it's kind of like fair enough there's trapdoors on. on that pitch for a reason, yeah, exactly <laughs> I think minimum amount uh, I think I like the tactical depth it adds in there with some of your secret weapon to players yeah, I think yeah, you get that, but I don't think it would be world ending if that didn't exist. No, no. Because I don't know if that's actually that fun. Like, if it adds tactical, you know, it adds, you know, tactics for the other person to be like, right, right, I'm going to score now on turn eight. So you have one turn and you have to set up your guys. Yeah. And that means you don't get to use them. Yeah. That's a huge swing and... I don't know if that would be the end of the world if that was not there. Now, I'm not just saying that because I have gutter runners that I, I would very much like to not set up sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that would be the end of the world. Which brings me to the next part of this, which is roster limits. So this is what you were talking yeah. about a couple of minutes ago. The minimum amount of players before you can do anything else with a roster is 11. Yes. So before you can, you know, you can't just take eight guys who are all positionals. And then Morgan Yeah. 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 You, know, you can't just do that. Um but would it be the worst thing in the world? Would it would it what effect would it have if you could have a Blood Bowl team with eight players? You don't get journeyman to make it up.
1: No, that's your that's your basic, isn't it? That's, that's your choice. Sure yeah.
0: So I think
1: I think it would almost work similarly to goblins. Where you intentionally keep your T V down to be able to get the inducements in order to, to get where you want to go. Although you get the you still get like the basic eleven players with the goblins and or as a minimum, you do have that opportunity to kinda of go, Yeah, well now I've got two ball and chains. And this is what I can do with them. Because you've kept behind the Yeah, I see what you mean. It would, be, it would be like
0: that. Like it would be in the in the same way that the Goblin King can do that. Um I can imagine. I think you'd just be putting yourself at, at a disadvantage. And that's why I like it. It's because it gives you that option of going, you know what, I'm going to play this hard mode. I'm going to have all my positionals, but I'm only going to have eight. I'm literally going to start this, so Wood Elves is a great example. I'm going to have my positionals. I'm going to have like no linemen. So I get to do all the fun stuff, but I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, and if you survive that, you'll be so smug. I think it's yeah. I just think it's a cool opportunity. Well, I think that I don't know if it's an opportunity. I probably wouldn't recommend anyone did it. <laughs> but just <laughs> from, a, order, uh, well, yeah, from a theory hammer point if you actually, take these these big chaps, and then you get left with no reserve. It's a huge, like it's a huge gamble. Now I can't really think of too many teams that would benefit from that rule change, except possibly ogres. I was just, just about to say ogres. So you could run your six ogres. That's it. And you could probably still afford like a couple of snotlings or something. But it, it would, you know, you could take that build. That would be another build that it doesn't exist already. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, what are you doing? I'm going six ogres. With yeah, what? No. That's no. Just six ogres. <laughs> six ogres and two mirrors. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to swarm you. You're going to have no defence. But that's low TV brutality. Yeah. Yeah, which is quite cool. I think Noble is probably another one of these ways. When you build your team, you have to Ooh. sacrifice taking your positionals. Yes. It's basically, do I take four warriors or three and a beast? Yes. You know, and then some, some rotters, some pestigals or something. Again, there's another way of actually, well, what do I want? Do I want to actually take them? I don't know if Chaos Dwarfs can afford all their players in the lineup. I can't. But a Minor Torp, two Bells, Bull Centaurs, and the Dwarves. All right, that's. What's going to say? Four? Six. six. That's six nine six. players. So you're at a slight disadvantage with numbers, but you get all the cool players. Yeah, that not be funny. You'd probably do quite all right out of that. And that would be really the cool. That often. would be really interesting. But I do think that having the outnumbering bonus is really important. But would you put
1: anything into it so it becomes worthwhile for them? Or would it literally just be a case of
0: congratulations, you're in God mode? Well, no. It's it's The advantage is that you don't have to slow burn your way to getting your full lineup. No, that's true. But it's going to be easier for you to pick up your linemen and stuff like that, isn't it? But it's set by the, but it's sort of set off by the fact that you therefore have no reserve. Yeah, and that's why I think it's quite an interesting thing to think about. I wanted to talk about because you know I want to see some really cool designs for this competition that we're running, where they're like actually you know what the team is about three big guys or you know like one big guy and some little dudes to go with this it is
1: the, this is the
0: core of my team yeah. I'm building it around this well we were talking about some Age of Sigmar teams and spitballing and stuff and you know looking at the uh, the Stormcast it would be like running a, a Blood Bowl Chaos team that could have eight Warriors yeah you can take eight Warriors you can't actually afford to have anything else but then you've got a choice of okay what do I take eight warriors and a couple of rerolls I've got eight strength four guys like that's huge yeah but I've only got eight of them like but I have got three yeah exactly you know but that's, that's actually
1: quite a good little start that. Well, I'm that's quite it. happy with it's that
0: like, it's like a huge team power, there's definitely more power level wise than Blood Bowl has but I think being offset by being down three players from the start of the game is a huge huge bit. like even my Skaven could use that difference to start taking oh, out. Wow. Yeah. You lose two guys and you're down to six. Yeah. Because you can just go purely on numbers. Yeah, yeah. and so, that's why I thought it was just quite an interesting topic, and especially with the competition going on, I just want to see what people can do. What ideas people have got yeah. that might be able to, to balance it a little more, I
1: suppose. So the
0: third part of
1: it is the max roster size. I would say in my head I've got twenty. Not sort of masses, because I think if you've got too much, it's just going to be the, the bloke would just be insane, and you're not actually yeah. going to
0: get anything from it. Bloke would be huge. I like it if you're in some kind of uh, league environment where you've got benching. So yeah. one of the things we talked about with our eternal league is whether or not there's an optional benching rule. So you can, like a guy who misses a, a next misses next game, so a TV doesn't count. They don't count for the game. You can bench players to get into a tournament or a game yes. with a tv limit so you can keep you know so you can run low valued leagues and still have your guys in there actually you know what <laughs> if you had a roster that was 24 guys so you could have an organization where you've got okay this is my 7s team this is this team then actually yeah. these guys get benched for regular they, they, you know it I would like be
1: that. Huge. you could start developing players and, and I, I, I really like this idea, actually, because if you know you're facing Bashi team next, and you know you've got a couple of guys with edge four, throwers catchers, catches, you can start looking at that kind of going, you know what, I might be better off trying an <laughs> elfish game.
0: I'm going to bring in the
1: safeties. Yes. Yeah. But you end up playing an agile team, yeah. and you've got three linemen that have got tackle.
0: Bring them in. Bring them in. And that's it. it. I like yeah. that. Now, this would only be... I mean, you're looking at... Two million plus, aren't you? Oh yeah. Looking at two million, plus. so it's, like, it's a massive, a massive thing. I don't know if there might be some kind of gold league where you start off with two million and you can buy a full thing, and and you would end up with essentially two two teams on one roster.
1: Yeah.
0: Like with NFL, and this was the thing that I got kind of like we like to wrap wrap things right up. <laughs> I, right. I And you know, this, <laughs> this is a great one. So what I had thought was you could go absolutely massive. 32 player roster. Literally, a you have got offence and you've got defence. Would you yes. have to increase the positionals? I don't know what the question is, but yes. <laughs> yeah, You could double the positionals and you could literally yeah. have two separate teams one as offence, one as defence. Oh, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be horrible to paint, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd just be awful.
1: <laughs> but, but I like that because you can start looking at the guy and going, yeah. okay, well.
0: You could swap them in between games. He's so good. You could be like, you know, well, actually, I want my safeties on my offense, so I can, I don't know, get it, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I <laughs> want my, want my wide right receivers on my defense, so that I can maximize on a steal. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Or I'm going to bring my second ogre.
1: Can you imagine a reserve box? To <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you'd need two dugouts as well. You yeah. <laughs> would yeah. definitely
1: need two dugouts. <laughs> <laughs> particularly if you run the scaven, the amount that yeah. would fill up on that um, injury box would be insane.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was just some craziness that I had kicking around. I, like uh, I thought it was worth talking about. Um, but yes, when this episode comes out, you've got a short window left, but get a team design mm. thing in there. Just go crazy. And yeah. uh, let us know if you've got any thoughts on this one. The second topic for today's episode is about special pay cards. Yeah. Now
1: this is something that we've never done really no. before. I mean, I my first um, my first dealings of blood bowl was with you guys. Yeah. And you didn't run them, so I saw them in my box, looked at them, left them, <laughs> and never looked at them again until I actually started playing in pool. Yeah. And they started using them. Um, it's been it's been an interesting learning curve with
0: these guys, which. I'm starting to enjoy. Really quite enjoy, actually. So when we started our Wobble, we were running with mostly the CRP rules. The CRP rule set has got special play cards with different decks, but they're all based on playing cards. So you draw a playing card, and that one is this special card. Right. Okay. Which, which worked absolutely fine. But they do have the new special play cards. But the difference is, as far as, I think, Death Zone 1, where it talks about inducements, they're all 100k. They yeah. are. So... The different decks that come in the box set, the standard, like, the starter kit, is Miscellaneous Mayhem and Random Events. Yes. You've also picked up... I picked up Team Titans. Team Titans
1: pack. And that comes with Dirty Tricks and Benefits of Training. Yes. So different types. Now, I've not really had much look at the, the, um, the starter set ones. Um, I only picked up the Team Titan set purely for the for Entoyment the League that I'm in. Mean. Is that the one they run with? or do they? Run no, the you can league? literally choose whatever one you want. So you get to choose? Choose whatever you want. So basically, from their point of view, yeah. you bring along with you two decks. Yeah. You choose which decks you're playing from. So you and your opponent can look at the decks and kind of go, we'll use that one and that one.
0: Ah, so you don't use the card? No, you don't choose okay. the card. Okay, that's what I thought. Shuffles? Yeah,
1: Yeah. You then choose three? Discard one, keep the other two, and use the two in-game.
0: I think that's really important. So, as far as uh, DZ1 is concerned, you pay 100k, you choose a deck, you draw a card. Yeah. Okay. That works absolutely fine. Yeah. But, the card power level is... uh,
1: It's massive. There's definitely some
0: 25k cards in there, and uh, and some that are 200. Back (laughs) in CRP land, there was literally, I think, one deck that was 50, one that was 100, one that was 150, one that was 200. And the difference in the cards was, was like... Yes, you understood why that was a fifty. Yeah. Right, I've got a fifty. I pick up a tiny special play cards. Now, I think from looking through these decks, it wouldn't be hard to organize them into that category. No, it, yeah, it
1: would be quite simple to be able to put a lot of them in
0: into one category or another. Because the so from looking through the starter set ones, the miscellaneous mayhem cards are are they the really powerful ones? They are the really powerful ones. The random events cards are garbage.
1: Not really.
0: Yeah, so we're going to play a little game. Oh. Okay. Pick a card from the special play deck. Go in the middle. Okay. What is it? What does it say? <laughs> Friendly
1: fans. The crowd loves your team and wouldn't ever consider ripping one of your players apart. Well, not this game anyway. Play at the start of the game immediately before the first kickoff. If a player on your team is pushed into the crowd in this game, do not make an injury roll. Instead, put them straight into your reserves box. Okay.
0: That's not bad. That is quite useful. Now pick one of these cards.
1: Okay. Ego trip. One player from the opposing team has developed a real swelled head from recent successes and is demanding superstar treatment. Play at the start of any of your opponent's turns before any of their players take an action. Choose one opposing player. For the remainder of the game, that player must take their action first every turn or
0: not take an action at all. Uh, Okay, so that one isn't too powerful, but that's brutal if he's in the wrong place. But first of all, it's for the rest of the game. Yeah. The rest of the game. So for an entire game, that player has to go first. Which is player roundable That's an actual phrase (laughs) Um, But you know like Some of the other ones are Here's here's a good one, pick an opposing player For the remainder of this game your opponent cannot re-roll Any die rolls for that player Whether through team re-rolls or skill re-rolls Wow. Yeah, and the one Milton drew against me in the game. No guards or block assists. Yep, pick a player for the entire game. They do not provide assists. That's a bit much. Now, it's it? thematic and I get it, Yeah. but the differential between the two decks is so significant. This one, for the duration of this game, add plus 120 die rolls you make at the start of the drive to see if your players recover from being KO'd. That's a keg. Yeah. For 100k. So, would you, you've, you've, you've You're getting this card, and you can get a keg, or you could get a card that takes a player from Can't Do Assists.
1: Yeah, that's insane. You take the the non-assist card every time.
0: That is why I think the special play, Random Events, is the 50 deck. But is that why they are 100? Because you could be picking anything. Absolutely. I like I like the special... Now, we we said that they were going to be okay for our finals. We hadn't used them for the league, even though they were in our league rules. Yeah. But the reason they were in the league rules is because they're just DZ1. It we happened to be running. in the league rules. But no one ever read that bit and looked at it. And it wasn't until you went to the pool league and were like, oh yeah, well, they're running with special play cards. So I was like, that's quite cool. No one's bothered. And everyone was like, well, we haven't used them for the entire league. And I was like, well, yeah, fair enough. But we fair can. enough. But we'll use them for the finals. And that's why when you said actually pick pick two choose one or pick pick two. three choose two yeah and, but that's so that's part of the the matches yeah which i think is really cool and it's very narrative and it's is you can get a decent swing i think it i like them as an inducement so before this i asked you to have a look through and pick some pick some, pick yes. some of your favorites so well, you i picked
1: four of my favorites one is um dirty tricks one is the team training one and uh, three other team training ones. Okay. Good. So, go for it. We just spoke about the 12th player, and there is a a dirty tricks one called Spot the Sneak. Um play at the start of any of your turns before any of your players take an action. Pick a player in your reserves box and roll a d6. On a 4 or less, set them up anywhere in your end zone. On a 5 or 6, you can either set them up in your end zone or in an unoccupied trapdoor square in either half. <laughs> the player can act this turn but can only make a move action. This can take your team 12 players for the remainder of this drive. That's can cool. you imagine rolling a 5 or 6 with a catcher
0: <laughs> in the um, end zone? They're in the end zone. <laughs> it's just like, where did you come from?
1: It's so cool. But I mean, it's thematic. It's what you would expect. Very. Um, another one. Um, down the chain. Now this one in particular is, in my head, is if you're an elf team and you get this, you are laughing. Play at the start of any of your turns before any of your players take an action. If a player that has not yet taken an action successfully receives the ball from a handoff, they can immediately take another handoff action. That is their action for this turn. This can happen multiple times. Oh, what? So you can just... If you've got the right... if you, if you, Because obviously you'll know you'll
0: have this card at the beginning of a match. They can immediately take another handoff action. This is their action for the turn. This can happen multiple times. So if you set up a chain, because <laughs> even on a three plus, that's not bad odds. Well, three plus in the humans for handoffs. That's it. Two uh, plus on on elves. See, there's this one that I was just I was just looking through the cards. The quick flick, which is flea flicker from the NFL. Play at the start of any of your turns before any of your players takes an action. If the first pass action your team makes this turn is a quick pass, your team may take a second pass action this turn. That's what I got against Lewis oh really yeah not a lot of use for chaos not a lot of use for chaos
1: anyway on to your next choice Um, all out blitz your team can make two blitz actions this turn huge massive
0: huge way better than plus one to knock out and it doesn't say with two separate players well you choose one action for your player
1: that's the rules that's true yeah I don't like that. I prefer my idea, <laughs> but I'm only thinking about my mind at all. That's tech mobile node nodes. that <laughs> But that's that's insane. Oh yeah, that's that's massive, that's massive. fantastic. Yeah. Um, Off color chant play at the start of your game. <laughs> at the start of the game, immediately before the first kickoff. Amazing. Roll a d6 before each kickoff that happens during the match, and add your fame. On a six or more, your opponent loses a team reroll.
0: That could be brutal. Right. Roll a d6 before each kickoff. Each kickoff and Eight. your fame. So if you've got the fame and a four plus, there is a reroll. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not huge. It's not. But it could be.
1: Yeah. If you've got yeah. that one reroll left with two turns. Yeah. And Re- that happens. They roll that. It's it, it could be a crippling. What I particularly like is the fluff line. We'd like to apologise to our viewers at home. It seems the team have been teaching their crowd some choice new
0: words. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for Feeb, these cards are absolutely fantastic. And I absolutely love that thing. So, what do you think about for use in leagues, though? I,
1: personally, after playing them in pool, I would like to see them used at Wobble.
0: Now, I believe where in the BB16 rules it actually does say... Something along the lines of have two cards or pick three cards and choose two or something like yeah. that. So they were brought in, but they add so much variety that I think a lot of leagues probably don't use them. Yeah. Either. Although I like the idea of
1: pick three. Choose discard two. one. Yeah. Choose two. I think it leaves a bit too much, to 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 change, a bit too much to um. To, oh, what's the word? A chance. Yeah. Because there's a lot of chance in this game as it is. However, pick three, choose one. Well, I I did think
0: that that actually, because of Milton, paid 200k, drew two cards, and I believe one of them was complete garbage and the other he didn't read properly. Yes. Which is, you know, fun. (laughs) um, (laughs) That's part and parcel of it, isn't it? I do think that pick two, like draw two, pick one. I like that. For each buy does balance it out ever so slightly it, at least it gives you that opportunity to go to, to mulligan it <laughs> and kind of go no nah, that's is, really yeah, not the one exactly I want it. in a way. but in full bend mode it would not be the worst thing in the world if each of these had an individual cost no I and you could run it as a tactic for your team
1: yeah, it, to be used as a tactic, yes, yeah, so I agree with that. Yeah. Because then you can look at that kind of going, I know it's a 150k card, but that's insane.
0: Yeah. Like, that guy can't guard or block. It's a huge one, that's like 150, 200k. Now, I think that's why the old card things did have the different prices, and I do wonder if the fact that each deck is different kind of power level ties into that.
1: Yeah, quite possibly. And it's the... And I, it's literally just the, the the random nature of what you may choose or not choose because if it the way it works particularly as an inducement that card I got the quick flick is 100% the one card I did not want <laughs> out of my entire deck
0: and for 100k
1: yeah and I, I could have used 2k cause in the game against Lewis it really didn't matter there wasn't yeah. too much on the old KO yeah. but any yeah. of the rest of it 2 blitz actions
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And, and it's stuff like that where there is just that opportunity. Where's another one? Play after a driver's ended. You immediately regain a team reroll. Then roll a d3. If the result is higher than the number of team rerolls you have left, gain another. Yeah. Which like, is great. Cool. Which is great. To so get two rerolls. You can potentially get two <laughs> rerolls out of it. And it's just, and it's things like that. This one, standing offense. For this turn, you cannot make any blitz or pass actions. However, each player in your team
0: has the mighty blow skill until the end of the turn. Oh, that's huge. There was another one that gives everyone plus one strength. Yeah. Um, which I have flagged up, which I thought was... For one turn, plus one strength. Okay. Like, that's... It's not... Well, it could be huge. It could be, yeah. It might not be, but actually, if you're lined up against one human team against another human team... All of a sudden, everybody can outmuscle them. Yeah. Yeah, it could be absolutely massive. And I, th-
1: I think that... I've, I've seen quite a bit of hate online for the cards hmm. at times where people mention saying, Oh, what what do I, need, what do, I do with these? And people like, just burn them, throw them in the bullets, all I do. <laughs> it's like, no, the whole point of this game is that this is the type of
0: thing from a law, from a fluff point of view, that yeah. would actually happen. Exactly. But I think where people like to play it as a quite a competitive game, even though it's fun and there's a lot of randomness in it, there's already a lot of randomness. There's in it. a lot of tactic in it. So it? I think actually having a price tag for maybe even each of the decks, or just a card menu that you can pick from. Yeah. Um, a card menu, I like that. It would be... But i think take it number be, 34, please. That's it. I'm like, right, I'm 100k down, but that means I can use a flea flicker. Could be... Could be could tailor it to your team. Could be apparently. a cool way of doing it and a cool tactic. Yeah. Or draw three, choose one. I
1: would like to see it happen more. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that in a tournament. Special play cards. Special play cards. Even if you've got one deck, no. one deck, and you go around, it's like, take the top one, <laughs> it's yours. Here you go, take five cards. You can use them at any point during the day. You can use all five in the first one? Yeah. All five in the last yeah. one? Well, it is you want. quite cool, actually. Just something that's a bit like...
0: Have fun. Yeah, off you go. That'll be a good little twist for a tournament. But yeah, so let us know um, how you use these cards, if you use them in leagues, how well it's gone, and um, any other thoughts on the cards there are. So, on to the star player segment, and for today, we're going to go for Bertha Big Fist. So, Bertha Big Fist can be taken on a halfling team. Now, when we go through the halfling team, we will talk through star players, like we always do. But they can also be taken by Amazons and Ogres. And ogres. So we were like, right, who can Ogres take? Because Rich has been playing some Ogres on BB2. Um, the man's players never die, so he doesn't get a chance to use <laughs> uh, use the inducements very often. Five, but seven. we thought it would be worth to look at what that player can do for you. So, Amazon, Halfling or Ogre? Yep. 290k. So, in the price range of a Halfling master chef now. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's the benchmark. <laughs> uh, movement 6... Is that standard for an ogre or a little nice. bit faster? A well, little bit faster. Movement five normally no, for an no, ogre. That's cool. Strength five standard, Edge two standard, AV9 standard. So okay. you've got a plus one movement ogre. I'm guessing that's in, um, a nod to the Amazons. Yeah, I think that's probably the same speed as uh, as um, a Morgue as well, I think. A morgue is a 6 6. Yeah, oh guy's huge, amazing. Yeah. Um <laughs> right, so Bertha of Big Fist. Loner, fair yep. enough, Bonehead, fair enough. Brake tackle. I yeah. you know that's one of the best skills for ogres. 100 <laughs> percent. Dodge, break tackle, dodge is huge.
1: Yeah,
0: that's fantastic. Isn't yeah, it? I mean it's a great defensive skill, straight up. Yeah. Uh, but actually, given that she's got Lona, making a dodge with edge five with a dodge reroll is fantastic. Yeah, so you they get can, that. Bit she of can get anywhere. Security, don't you? Mighty blow and thick skull, absolutely standard for an ogre and throw teammate. Yep. Yeah, so ogres just have to throw teammate anyway. Exactly. So for two hundred and ninety k. You're getting an ogre with dodge, break tackle, and an extra movement.
1: So it's 140 normally for an ogre, isn't it? Yeah. So you're looking at...
0: 170 for dodge, 190 for break tackle. Movement is an extra 30k. Yeah. 220. not worth the money, is it? So for 70k, you get to take that player.
1: However... For 70k less. When you're looking at it on a mm-hmm. halfling or an ogre team, Yeah. maybe it's not really worth it. An Amazon team having that big bit of
0: meat right in the middle of the pitch, yeah, could actually be quite beneficial. Um, I can't see taking Bertha Big Fist over um Dur- I was going to say Derthu. That's a deep root game, yeah. Like you can't. I can't see them taking it at that instead of Deep Root on a halfling team. No. For ogres, I think she makes a pretty good replacement ogre. Yes, she does make replacement ogre. Plus, if you've got the
1: opportunity to run seven ogres, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it would be you would be very, very lucky to be able to do that if you've already got the six. That's have when, that sort of money. Though. I mean,
0: we do right. We weren't going to do Farth and Grotty, but we are going to have to now to compare them. We are okay. So Farth and Grotty, Chaos, Nurgle or Ogre. So you're in an Ogre team. You've got a choice between Bertha or Brickfarth well, They're exactly the same price, aren't they? They are. So two hundred ninety. So one less movement. So yeah, so Brick Farth is five five two nine. Yeah. Um, so same strength. So he is a standard ogre from a stats point of view. Yes. Um and he is running. Bonehead, yeah. Loner, yeah. Mighty blow, yeah. Yes. Nerves of Steel. Strong arm. Thick skull, throw team meet. So he's an ogre with loner, but nerves of steel and strong arm. I like that a lot. So he's ignoring all tackle zones. And he's adding plus one, so he's throwing a short pass on a two plus. Two plus, yeah. Regardless of who's mobbing him around him. Yeah. That's pretty great. With a free goblin. And he does come with a free goblin. who An is, edge four goblin. Oh, that's amazing. Six, two, four, seven. Loner, dodge, right stuff, stunty. So he's two plusing a six square throw. Yeah. Landing on a three plus. Landing on a straight three plus. Provided
1: there's no sacrifice. Yeah. Um, for 290. Now, but. It's hard to compare them straight because they're performing two very
0: different roles. Bertha is get in somewhere, punch something, and stay there. Yeah, yeah. bath is throwing people. Stay where you are. Yeah, but just launch them. So if you're you're running ogres on BB two at the moment, yeah, you've got two ninety. No, if you've got three hundred. Yeah. What do you take? Not the chef. Not the
1: chef. No, not the chef. If if I'm playing a bashy team, yeah. I would probably go for Brickfast and grotty. Stick him in the middle, launch him over the top when you get the ball, because he would also be handy in getting to that ball before a bashy team would be able to get to it. Oh, we see. If you're playing against a bashy team. If you're playing against a bashy team. You've already got Bash to, to fence it up. To off. be able to, yeah. But, and he gives you that edge And he does thing. give you that. So you to be fair, you, you'd be fairly safe throwing a, a snotling over the top as well, wouldn't you? Even if it does die Absolutely Um, But you've got that bit of security Whereas if you're a more agile team Playing against a more agile team You're probably better off with Bertha And just going absolutely You can move yourself out of the way Come round again straight in Yeah Straight in Straight in And Yeah it is very dependent on who you're playing On the face of it Brickfast is probably better value for money Because you've got the same number of Standard skills Yeah But you're obviously losing one movement, but you are gaining an entire other player.
0: And what a great addition to a Chaos or Nurgle team. That would be nuts, How great is that? I mean, you love the Goblin on your Chaos Pack team. Him. You've instantly you got. You can throw him. Yeah. That would be. Safely. Very entertaining. <laughs> very, very entertaining. I kind of want to run that Chaos team now that only has eight Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> eight Warriors and brick brick and Crossing. Absolute beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you could probably unrustle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how well it would win, but it would it would be awful awful to play.
1: Well, the thing is, you can, provided that the guy um, grotty doesn't get injured, you could probably just return on a touchdown every time that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> every time they end up scoring. But yeah, no, I like. I d- I didn't realise I liked Brickfast and Grotty as much as so
0: I actually yeah. do. I've never run them, but I think I'm going to have to now. I'm going to have to give it a go. All right, brilliant. Well, that's everything for this episode. Thanks very much for listening. And um, remember, we've got the competition on the go. Get your entries in by the end of the month. So the 31st of April, I'm going to announce the winner on the 6th. Yes, please. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. And remember, two heads aren't always better than
1: one.